Strategist Cowboy. Today I am going to set up an English stout against a Swedish challenger in the same category. The English stout is called Samuel Smith's Imperial Stout. That's the one I'm going to start with. Then I will go on to the Swedish stout Popple's Russian Imperial Stout. At first glance, it looks like a ripoff, but with further investigation, one can see that a lot of soul has been put in to craft this beer. Or am I wrong and it doesn't taste good? Or perhaps it has got a very similar flavor? Samuel Smith Brewery was founded in 1758 in Yorkshire, Yorkshire, England, England. The brewery lagers their beer on kegs and has its own cooperage. Locally they distribute their beer with horse and carriage and they even run their own pub. You can search a long time for better marketing tricks. Royal. Imperial stout is top fermented like all stouts and porters are. The beer types stout and porter originates from the British Isles Imperial Stout is a more robust variant that was made extra alcohol strong to sustain the transport to Imperial Russia, where the brew was very popular in the 19th, 19th century. The beer has got a respectable 7% ABV. It contains water, malted barley, cane sugar, hops and yeast. The brewery claims that it is vegan-friendly beer. Hello? You lost me at pork is what other beers contain. Not said out loud, of course. Except, it is not completely just another marketing trick pulled by several beer manufacturers. In fact, many breweries use Animalia in very small quantities in the process of brewing beers. A Samuel Smith's Imperial Stout costs about 26 Swedish kronas or 2 US dollar and 90 cents. The beer is bottled in an aesthetic American standard sized 35.5 centiliters, i.e. about 12 liquid ounce, ounces bottle, even though it comes from geographic England. Samuel Smith's Imperial Stout is said by the brewery to best be served at 15 degrees Celsius, i.e. exactly 59 degrees Fahrenheit, and by Systembolaget at 12 to 14 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 54 to 57 degrees Fahrenheit. But again, a big retailer like Systembolaget cannot assume that the average beer consumer drinks only Samuel Smith's Imperial Stout. So they have to standardize the preferred temperatures for beer into a few gradients to people who buy the different brands. 
types and sorts of beer. I for one don't have several different beer coolers with different temperatures to suit the breweries detailed connoisseur requirements on their beer brands, types and source. I have only one cooler even. How about the experience then? Almost completely black in color. The aroma almost smells like uh, there's wine in it. Nor is the malt. The head is, uh, or should I say, beard, because it's an English beer, is uh, well adequate. I don't need more. Could have had some more, but uh, hardly a little more than a half an inch. well roasted uh, sweet cane sugar yeah brown sugar of course It's not my thing really. Stouts are is stouts are not it's not my thing. Because um, I prefer Guinness before uh, it's a stout Guinness, but I prefer it before this uh, Imperial Stout. It tastes too much coffee. This stout. Mm. Is it uh, bitter? Anyway, it's very rich. 
even though I don't like this particular beer, it's rich. And if it's a bread like, it's bread like, like, um, dark bread. I don't know what that's called in English, but, uh, It's also bitter. No surprise there. It's uh, It's not uh, It's not Uh, it's not candy like it tastes, it tastes like coffee on, on your palate it tastes like coffee on my palate coffee and um, sugar brown sugar or cane sugar are there any spices in probably or is it the coffee taste yeah I think it is the undertone is coffee taste the carbonation level Well, uh, it's pretty much, I'm not really sure. Well, now it's uh, normal. I don't like the taste of this beer. Uh, it's not a bad beer. It's just a sort of beer, the type of beer that I cannot stand really. It's, uh, if it's creamy, it's coffee creamy, coffee cream. I mean, it's, uh, not a pleasant kind of creaminess if it, if it is creamy at all. It's not acidic and aberrations. Uh, for me, there are lots of aberrations. I don't think that the taste experience uh, is anything else but but aberrations everything i told you about the coffee and bread and the sweetness and bitterness it's in this type of beer i don't like it so it is is it a Maybe a little licorice. I've, I've read about uh, this having 
a taste of licorice and I can agree with that. Okay, what about grading then? I feel so tired. I mean, I'm gonna drink this beer. I'm not gonna throw it away. But uh, well, I have to grade that according to my taste buds. I don't care if it's a stout. I don't like it. I mean, it's because it's a stout. Uh, th this kind of, and type of stout that I don't like it. So uh, I graded uh, two devils out of ten possible. But I know people who like stouts and they would probably have graded it a lot higher. But I cannot do that. I'm sorry, but I cannot. Uh, about the aftertaste, it's almost wine-like. It's funny, but it is. It's uh, a little bit sour, uh, like wine. Sour wine. I don't understand this kind type of beer at all, actually. I don't think I can grade it honestly well. But I graded two devils out of ten possible. Okay. Our second contestant is Popol's Russian Imperial Stout. As I said, it looks like a ripoff if one is going solely on the name. But the ingredient components are completely different and unique in mix from that of Samuel Smith's components. The beer has got a whopping 9.5% ABV. It contains water, barley malt, wheat malt and rye malt. And also certainly hops and yeast, which I seldom mention because the beer could be spontaneously fermented in theory. And if it is not mentioned on the label or on the brewery's website, I therefore leave it out. Although beers normally aren't spontaneously fermented. Popples claim that their, their beer is ecologic with solid natural ingredients. Actually, there are several different sorts of malt in this beer, of which I mentioned the most prominent sorts of malt. And that is why the beer is very expensive, apart from it being top fermented. It is like a pizza with extra everything on it. However, a pizza with extra everything does not necessarily have to taste better than a regular pizza. It can be clouded with superfluent and unappealingly blended flavors. And so it is with beers too. They better know what they are doing. A Popple's Russian Imperial Stout costs more than any other beer I have ever heard of that comes in a 33-centiliter or even a 50-centiliter bottle can. 35 Swedish kronas, or very nearly 4 US dollars. This beer better taste excellent.
The beer is bottled in an aesthetic-sized milk bottle, alike 33 centiliters, i.e. about 11 liquid ounces bottled. Popples doesn't mention what temperature Russian Imperial Stout is to best be served at, but Sustainable mentioned 12 to 14 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 54 to 57 degrees Fahrenheit. My standardized prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy beers come, thy will be done, on malted barley as it is in heaven. Give us this day our weekly beer, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from alcoholism. For years, for yours is the kingdom, and the mort and hops, forever and ever. Amen. How about the experience then? This is almost a black beer, very brown or, or black. The aroma is stout beer. The head is uh, more than I, the, the former beer, it's about an inch. Taste, okay. Very, it's, It's sweet. It's rich. It's bitter. Pumpernickel beer, uh, I mean pumpernickel uh, bread taste. Uh, it's very sweet. It tastes sweet in my palate. Very sweet. But not candy like. It's not very bitter, but uh, a little bit. It's no fruitiness in it. Spices, let's see. 
spices, spices, spices. Oh. It's not spiced, it's malty. And the undertone is. Uh, Malty. A low carbonation level on in this one. I have it's a, has been standing in my free in my cooler for um, some time, and, uh, but it's uh, due to due value to the Ill May twenty twenty one. Licorice like Not so much coffee like Okay It's creamy, sort of like uh, creamy, semi-creamy or creamy. It's not acidic. And uh, there are, as I said before, I don't like this type of beer. It's not my thing. So aberrations is pretty much everything I ever ever mentioned in this. In my taste buds. Uh, but it's better than the former beer. It is. It actually is. A bit better. aftertaste uh, sweet sweet it's, it is sweet okay what about grading then without any further investigation I'm gonna tell you that I will grade this just as low as the former beer two devils out of ten possible because I don't like stouts of this type and sort or type so two devils out of ten possible. And that's all for today. Thank you. Oh, and yes, absolutely don't drink and operate heavy machines, military or civilian. Drink responsibly or not at all. Don't drink at all if you're underaged or pregnant. Thank you. Today's lesson is a strategic lesson. This is why Germany cannot repeat the performance of dominating its surrounding world, like Nazi Germany did approximately 1935 to 1944. Peak oil has long since occurred in Ploiesti, Romania, where the Germans got most of their oil during World War II. 
Land lease. The Allied land lease to the Soviet Union, which made the Soviet Union superior to Nazi Germany in material and also economically during most of World War II. Supplies and military equipment were shipped in convoys around Nordkap in Norway to Murmansk and Arkhangelsk. Supplies and military equipment were also shipped from the US to Vladivostok in southeastern Russia with Soviet flagged ships. A Persian corridor was also available to support the Soviet Union. From the east, however, there will never be any land lease going to the western countries. The Germans' interest in expanding their borders westward is minimal. Moscow seems to be just the right distance from Western Europe to keep Russia from defeat, seen in a historical perspective. Since then, that distance has increased. Circumstances may have altered with the development of new material like long-distance weapons and satellite sensors. Italy and Spain are no longer fascist states. Hypothetical German hopes of securing a future fuel supply by taking the oil fields in the Caucasus at Baku and the Caspian Sea are vain. And they also, among other things, need a chrome supply transported by railways westward from Turkey. Perhaps some Germans hope, as they did in Nazi Germany with oil from Romania, to seize the oil fields in Caucasus and subsequently load the fuel on barges that can traffic the, the, the Danube River. Danube River. But importing oil from North Africa through the straits in western Turkey and up into the Danube River is certainly seen as an alternative for Germany. Germany buys, buys an unknown percentual proportion of its oil from Russia and they buy a lot of gas, gas that runs through the Nord Stream pipelines in the Baltic Sea. They have tied themselves quite a bit to Russia's supplies of gas and oil to Germany. Germany can extract liquid fuel from their oil shale and ignite coal, but not nearly enough for the German logistics chain, the motorized army and the air force. I have put together a 35-point axiom, which can be used to determine a possible outcome in case of a major war. Of these 35 points, Nazi Germany had 17 crucial advantages against 6 for the Soviet Union, and yet Germany lost the war. My conclusion is that this is mostly due to the Soviet endurance through the Allies' lend lease, as well as the bombings of Germany, including bombings against German-occupied Allied industrial areas and petroleum industries. 17 German advantages 1. Have a better air force 2. Have a better or more extensive air defense 3. Are more thoroughly trained 4. 
have logistic advantages. 5. Have the right kind of material and equipment in the right amount and constellation, civilian as well as military. 6. Have material quality advantages for heavier material. 7. Have information, intelligence and surveillance advantages. 8. Have technological communication advantages. 9. Have better and more encryption variables. 10. Have a superior leadership and educational doctrine. 11. Have the opportunity to choose their battles and where they will take place. 12. Have the best country climate. 13. Have physically stronger, more sustainable soldiers. Mainly concerns voluntary defense slash professional soldiers. 14. Have better motivated soldiers. 15. Have a better and more sustainable financial system. 16. Have a better ability to quickly rebuild ruined industry and destroyed infrastructure. At least when the war looks like in World War II, World War II it's a contest. 17. Have better infrastructure in their home country. And then there are six Russian advantages. 18. Have a weather or season advantage during their warfare or have weather-resistant clothing for their soldiers, cold-resistant equipment, functional food supplies and indoor accommodation opportunities in severe cold, etc. Deep snow can make transportation and transfer difficult for those who are not equipped and trained. Deep mud is even worse. It may cause the most problem for an attacker. 19. Have a bigger and faster production. 20. Gets financial and material help from the outside world. 21. Have access to oil and oil refineries and kerosene. 22. Have the most ice-free commercial ports and access to safe shipping routes. 23. Have, have plenty of or appropriately placed fake targets so that the enemy's surveillance and attack aircraft will correctly assess the location of the wrong target. And there are 12 indeterminable or double-acting double-edged. 24. Are better equipped. 25. Are better protected and defended by, for example, mines and artillery in a defensive action and artillery during an offensive action. 26. Are more protected and harder to detect by using better camouflage. 27. Have better tools, e.g. have night vision devices as standard if you look at the situation today. Or have electrolyte powder and potassium permanganate and anti antibiotics and low-cost performance enhancers, etc. 28. Have advantages in terms of fire against targets. 29. Have better armor on combat vehicles with an advantage of better impact concerning fire against targets. 30. 
have geographic advantages for either defense or unoffensive. Forest areas, steppes, transverse rivers, etc. 31. In addition, the best long-range heavy-duty vehicles adapted for the ground conditions and the accessibility of the offensive. Compare with multiple multiplied tactics. 32. Have a shorter production chain. 33. Have a greater potential ability to protect industry and infrastructure. 34. Have commodity assets within gripping distance. And last one is 35. Have the most friendly-minded neighboring states or least hostile neighbors. Nazi Germany had 17 of these above listed 35 possible advantages. Opposed are 6 advantages for Russia and 12 indeterminable. Perseverance is obviously such an important factor that it overrides all other factors if you can hold off a quick victory for the opposing side. How else can you explain a German loss even though the Germans had 17 advantages against 6 for the Soviet Union? The shorter logistics chain may not be considered to be a German advantage. However, East Prussia had a partially strategic advantageous starting point, advantageous starting point at the start of the war, even though East Prussia lacked commodity resources. This advantage Prussia had because Stalin relocated parts of Russia's industries from Western Russia to the east of the Ural Mountains in the summer of 1941. Another German advantage, not mentioned in the list above, was initially the surprise of the attacker. Although this is usually neutralized relatively quickly, it wasn't in this war. But a Russian advantage at a later stage was that they could maintain and even increase sufficient reinforcements and resources, resources, which the Germans could not hope to maintain for their part. The Germans cannot count on making a reprisal of the overall plan for the during, daring attack through the Ardennes as in the attack on France in 1940. Germany lacks nuclear weapon capacity, while Russia, the United States, Great Britain and France all have it. But Germany can acquire it, hypothetically speaking. Lastly, let me remind you that Germany's constitution today explicitly prohibits Germany from entering into strategic defense alliance, alliances with non-NATO countries. For the protocol, I can say that I support this. There is no homework today. Thank you. Oh, thank you.